on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. You know, a lot of times when we're when we're raised, we think that our worldview is like how everyone was raised, and I, I'm learning that's not the case. So our son had a picture day at his school the other day. He's in uh, preschool. What is it, preschool, pre-K? I don't know what it is. He's technically in pre-preschool because of where his birthday lands. He's uh, kind of yeah. like the threes, but he's four. I, don't I, you love that? Don't you love <laughs> that? We got pre-preschool now. So our son's in preschool. He had picture day, and it's so funny. They send the little form in his backpack of, you know, hey, fill this out. And and so um, I was raised. I was the youngest out of six kids, okay, a lot of siblings. Uh, I remember picture day as a kid. My parents never bought pictures on picture day. So, in fact, I used to, like, during picture day, I used to think that I didn't even need to do it because I was like, well, my mom's not going to buy them, but they still make you go and mm-hmm. take the picture. So we got the form the other day, and because of how I was raised, I looked at the form and I just threw it away. <laughs> Fast forward, <laughs> we're, you know, picture it's, the, day it's the night before you go, hey, where's his form for picture day? I said, well, I threw it away. You go, what do you mean you threw it away? I said, well, yeah, I mean, we're not buying the pictures. You go, absolutely we are. <laughs> I mean, I want to at least see how it turns out. Am I the only one that was raised with a matter-of-fact no way we're buying pictures on picture day? And it, it's probably because there were six kids. I can't imagine my parents paying for six different pictures on picture oh, day. It adds up for sure. Now, I can't remember if my parents bought them all the time. I do remember, I can picture right now, a couple of my school photos. Now, my parents never hung them up. It was never like they put it in a frame or hang it up. And they give you the little strip of ones. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not putting that in my wallet. When they would buy, and it wasn't every time I do know that, when they would buy any school pictures, they went the absolute cheapest route, which was like the tiny wallet size. But I remember seeing a couple of them. Yeah. I don't think it was every time, but I know my parents still bought them sometimes. So you you remember yeah. getting pictures on picture day? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it was to me, I just assumed we would buy our son. It's his first school picture ever. For I thought, pre preschool. It's his first ever. I thought, oh my gosh, I have to buy this. Not ever. Am I, am I the weird one or is everyone else the weird one? That's what I want to know. Am I the weird one for never having my pictures paid for on school picture day? My parents never bought the school pictures, ever. That was like, just the absolute consensus in your household it was not happening like as a nine-year-old i remember just like matter of fact knowing oh yeah my parents don't buy school pictures any school pictures from back in the day i think we i'll be honest i think there's maybe one or two and i think maybe my parents were like we'll do it one time in elementary school so you got to pick which one you want sixth grade maybe it was when all your other siblings moved out of the house and they could afford it because we had less kids at home maybe (laughs) so we decided to not buy the pictures here's the best part His school, we get these updates. So, like, it's actually really cool. Uh, On our phones, we'll get, like, notifications of, hey, here's what we did today, all these things. Uh, Our son uh, decided he didn't want pictures. So he just said, no, thank you. And he didn't do pictures. I kind of knew that might happen. I tried to prep him, like, tomorrow's a special day at school. It's picture day. And he's like, oh, picture day? And I was, like, telling him all about it. But truly, he does not like his picture being taken. Like no, even with my it. with my iPhone, like I'll be like, say cheese. You know, he just I have to bribe him to take a photo. Like I'll give you a fruit snack. I'll do anything. And uh, I thought I was like, oh. I even put a note on the little form. Like when I submitted it, I was like, he doesn't like his picture taken. Yeah, I asked the teacher when I uh, picked him up from school, and she's like, um, he didn't want to do it. Yep. He definitely. So had we a just problem. saved some money, baby. That's way, my kid. My friend. She, her son goes to the same school. She texted me how much they're charging nowadays for pictures. She goes, 
you don't don't feel like you left out. It is crazy expensive. Really? <laughs> it's like a hundred dollars. You know what I would do? I would like, a hundred. She said a hundred dollars for the five little poses. I would. You know what I would have done? I would have like snuck in my iPhone. I would have been like, hey, can I uh, chaperone today? And then I would have snuck in and I'm like, <laughs> so yeah. So what's great is we had this huge. You know, my my parents always just told me like, oh, it's just it's not worth the money. It's probably because there were six of us. But it's so interesting how you were raised, you got your pictures bought. I, I remember as a kid literally being like to the teacher, why do I even need to do it if my parents aren't going to buy it? And I probably, it's probably embarrassing to my parents, but I remember like telling them like, my parents aren't going to buy these, by the way. And then I'd sit there. <laughs> you're sitting on the stool and you go, this is a money-making scheme. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're overcharging for these print photos. That's what my mom said. Jeez. <laughs> exactly. So 68719, are you team Joey or team Lauren? Did you grow up with never getting your school pictures bought? Or are you like Lauren and you got the mugs, you got the photo frames? <laughs> never the mugs. The, the air fresheners. The pillowcase. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> it's time for Trending Stories with Joey and Lauren. All right, there was a man who went in for surgery, okay? So he's in for this operation. And uh, as he goes in, right, there's the whole plan with the surgeon. They're like, okay, this is what we are going to do. This okay. is the plan. The plan was to remove his appendix. Okay, so a little appendix removal. Got it. That was the plan. Um, Until after surgery, after this alleged appendectomy is what they call it, he realized that instead of removing the appendix with symptoms that were occurring and different things, they actually removed part of his colon. That's a big deal. Listen, uh, I'm not here to judge. I'm kind of here to judge. The appendix and the colon, are those close together? They must be. I guess the surgeons... I'm I'm hoping. (laughs) This is what the story says. The surgeons reportedly failed to locate the appendix and mistakenly removed a piece of diverticulitis. They they couldn't find the appendix? I guess, but he had so many complications, sepsis, required multiple surgeries, ongoing medical care, so he is now suing... The surgeon you think? for malpractice. I mean, oh. surgeons, listen, I'm not a surgeon. I'm not even close to a surgeon. I realize it's a busy job. It's a very, I mean, you got to be studious. You got to go to med school, but you can't find an appendix. I couldn't find an appendix, but no. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, you're not a surgeon, Lauren. <laughs> I also don't expect a surgeon to be able to do a prank phone call. Also, that's, have you seen? Leave it to the experts. It's your specialty. Yeah. Have you ever seen some of these, like, surgery videos. I mean, I know they're kind of gross. Most people look away. But I normally seen... don't just YouTube surgery videos, no, but, but you do you. glimpses of some. And without being too graphic, it feels like everything in there is just a bloody mess. It's just all blood and <laughs> weird shaped things. And so you've got to be careful, but you would think after... I can't believe you're giving a surgeon <laughs> a pass for not being able to find an appendix. <laughs> like for miss... It's not operation. We're not playing a game here. Uh, also, uh, did you know that if you lose just one night of sleep, which we've done before. Maybe you've stayed up all night yeah. or you're up with a baby or something's going on. You you lose one night of sleep. Losing one night of sleep will actually impair your reasoning and your brain function oh, I believe for that. four days. Oh, I believe that. I believe it. if you ever did an all-nighter when you were a kid, that whole next week, like you were oh, worthless yeah, sure on Saturday kid. and Sunday. Like if you Bounce did a Friday, back. if you did a Friday night all nighter, like you woke up, you went to school Friday, mm-hmm. you went to your buddy's house. If you did an all night Friday, I mean, you were worthless for the weekend. Like Saturday and Sunday, you were worthless. I'm, I, I agree. I mean, I haven't pulled an all nighter in a long time. Oh but my gosh, I haven't in forever. I mean, I haven't like I tried don't want to. to. 
<laughs> having a new baby, uh, I know when we have new babies, yeah, it's tough. But when our first was born, it was awful because he was colicky. We were brand new parents. We didn't oh, know what the sucked. heck we were doing. It sucked. And that's when you're most paranoid. Listen, you should be paranoid as new parents, no matter if it's your first or your seventh kid. But I feel like we were so, like, constantly, he's breathing, he's breathing. Yep. And following all the rules, like, don't let him sleep in the swing, blah, 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 blah. But we would take shifts, and one of us would have to sleep on the couch next to the baby, next to us, because he wouldn't sleep in a certain... It was a mess. It was a mess. So yeah. those nights, I slept like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Doesn't doesn't surprise me to perish your judgment. Yeah. Uh, also, this is really sweet. It's going to make you want to go love on and talk to your mama if you have a good relationship with your mom. Uh, new research is proving that talking to your mom has the same effect as a hug and helps reduce stress levels. Oh, 100%. That's that makes me sweet. It feels sweet as a mom. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. You, listen, if our kids get any trait from me, let's hope it's that they want to call their mom all the time. Because I, I talk to my mom, what, twice a week? Uh, maybe once a week, twice a week. I, I mean, you call mom, your mom multiple times a day. So but. I talk to my mom every day, but with um, like my wisdom tooth surgery that yeah. I recently had, I wasn't able to talk to my mom for like a week. And she's been texting me every day. This is the longest we haven't talked. This is yeah. not fair. And so it'll be fun to be able to have more there's, conversations. There's something there. about a mom, man. I mean, even me in my 30s, every once in a while, if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, I got to call mommy. <laughs> man, that sounds awesome. Don't I sound so cool? When you buy boxes of Girl Scout cookies, do you know where your money is going? Because apparently in Michigan, there are two women who have been accused of embezzling $20,000 from the I Girl mean, Scout troop. Oh, my goodness. Am I surprised? Because that's, I mean, it's easy money. If you think about easy money, Girl Scout cookies. Everyone loves them. Like, I've never met someone that doesn't like a Girl Scout cookie. You got to like one. There's so many to choose from. There's one you like. So the moms were embezzling that money. Uh Right after you said moms are like a warm hug. Yeah, they're like a warm hug that'll take your wallet. (laughs) $20,000. Yeah, that's what it is. Makeup or breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup. We got Mike with us. Uh, Went out with Chelsea. Whenever there's a mic, you know what I want to do. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Mike, 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 Mike. I'm sure you've never heard that one before, Yeah, Mike, I'm sorry. Do you get that a lot? Not as much as I should. Yeah, thank you. See, that's the attitude I love, man. Okay, well, thanks for coming on Makeup or Breakup. So tell us about Chelsea, how you guys met, how the date was, all that good stuff. Yeah, um, well, I don't know. I think she's pretty terrific. We met, you know, we were talking on apps for a while. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we finally decided to meet up. We went out to dinner. We had a great time. I feel like, I don't know, I really listened to her and, you know, mm-hmm. learned about, like, her life experiences and everything, found out a lot about her, and we laughed a lot. It was a good dinner. And then, uh, you know, I don't know, night ended. I don't think anything weird happened. But uh, that's been it. No, uh, no follow-up, no phone call, no text, mm-hmm. no second date, no nothing. Okay, so you're thinking, okay, I put really good effort forth on this date. I feel like there was chemistry, and it's been kind of dead since then. Yeah. Is there any thought Um, that maybe, I don't know, maybe she wasn't feeling it? Maybe she's dating other people? Like, did you get any vibe that maybe she wasn't as uh, into the date as you were? Or uh not to my knowledge no i don't know um okay yeah i don't know she seems to have a really good vibe all night so okay. a, little, a little confused okay um has this happened to you before have you been ghosted before i mean maybe one okay but right. I maybe didn't Why like does that, that person matter? very much what does that mean 
That was well, just a follow-up. You just put on Mike that he's just a ghostable person? Mike, I was just asking a follow-up question. <laughs> uh, what, what's the point? I don't know. I just did something I wanted to ask. No, I Sorry. like that. Uh, it's I a like Mike th- thing. Yeah, it's a Mike thing. Jeez. Let me rewind. All right, Mike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what we'll do is we'll play a song. We'll come back. We'll call Chelsea, okay? Cool. All right, cool. So we got Mike with us. Chelsea is coming up next. It's time to make up or break up. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. Mike uh, is a great guy. Uh, Lauren did not like how I asked him if he's been ghosted before. Just that, the way it was okay. portrayed, like, are you a ghostable person is almost how I what took if, What it. if he goes, yeah, this happens to me, uh, like, three times a month? Then maybe I would, then for whatever reason. I don't know. I would just yeah. say, yeah, maybe that's information that we need to know. Sorry. So Mike, doesn't matter if he's been ghosted or not, although he did say this happened once before. He did put a lot of effort and energy into this date, says that he really took an interest in her and her life. As I've thought about this a little bit more, I wonder if maybe the date turned into like, so tell me about yourself. Tell me about this, something like that. And then he didn't share much of him yeah. because he was like overly interested in what she had to say, if that makes that's, sense. Uh, that's one of my crutches. When I am meeting someone for the first time, I pepper them with questions. And it just feels, and I realize about halfway through and I'm like, how many siblings do you mm-hmm. have? I'm like, you don't ask. I mean, a date's fine you with that. ask that. No, no, no. I know. But I'm saying like when you meet someone, it's not something that should be like right off the get-go. Like, hey, what's your name? And do you have any brothers or sisters? But <laughs> uh, we've got Chelsea's number. Let's talk to her. Hello? Hi, uh, Chelsea? Yeah, this is she. Chelsea, hi. This is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. How are oh. you? <laughs> hi. Hi, Chelsea. Okay, hi. Oh, okay, hi. hi. How you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, okay. I, I, can, I can hear the blushing, by the Do way. Do you know why we might be calling you? This is about Mike, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's about Mike. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. So Mike, uh, he reached out to us about your guys' date. And if you have some time and if you're willing to share, uh, we'd love to know maybe why you're not calling him back. Okay. Well, uh, okay, so he he put me in, like, kind of a weird position. And and it's a little petty. It might be petty. I don't know. But I... I've been seriously replaying it, like, over and over. So we're at dinner. Okay. Great meal. Good time. You know, the meal wraps up, and he's like, let's get dessert. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So, you know, cheesecake. I'm assuming we're going to share it. It gets to our table. I take a bite. You know, there's another spoon. Like, even the server brought, you know, two Mm -hmm. spoons. And uh, I was like, you going to have any? And he's like, no, I don't want any. I'm full. <laughs> I was oh. like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? So I felt like a weirdo who like needed to have dessert at the end. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he was like, let's have some dessert. And oh, I didn't okay. need it. I didn't yep. need it. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. There. There's, there's nothing more annoying. Like, so, like, in our marriage, at least. So, for instance, Joey will mention something about uh, getting ice cream yep. or something. I'll be like, oh, we should get, wait, let's get a milkshake. Yeah, and do, then, you, do you want to get ice cream? And I go, no, but we can get you ice cream. And then I'm like, no, nah, I don't want it then. Yep. And then you're just like, why? If you want it. But but he said, let's get dessert or we should get dessert. Let's. Yes, let's. Let's get I, dessert. I, let's. 
That was the that was the kicker. Maybe it changed. And, you Maybe know, it's like, like a, such a social thing to eat that together. Yeah, you know, like no, I get it. Ending. It's, yeah, restaurants and desserts. It is a communal shared event normally. Like I don't know many people that get their own dessert when they go to a restaurant. You normally go, oh, we'll split the skillet cookie, you know, and then you get yeah. the two spoons and all that. <laughs> and then you're fighting for the last. Bite. Yeah, but this is anybody in a relationship knows what this is like. It is. Lauren hit the nail on the head. You're driving in the car. Lauren goes. Hey, do you want to get some ice cream or like a frosty or something? And if my response is no, but you know what? Yeah, well, let's get some for you. Oh my gosh, it's like you just started a war. You're like, no, never mind. It's not. I'm not gonna eat it by myself. It's this indulging thing that you don't want to just be looked at the one. So you're sitting there going, so I'm supposed to crush this entire slice of cheesecake by myself? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's there's like it's like more fun to eat sure. with someone. Like sure. eating it with someone. It's like not. Enjoy yeah, I understand that. Just like eat it alone. But for Mike's, for Mike's <laughs> perspective, he wanted dessert. Time goes on. Server takes a while to bring out the dessert. I'm full. Or maybe I he don't didn't want anymore. it at all. Maybe in the yeah. beginning, he's just like, hey, let's let's get dessert. Like if you want it, like a and showing then... off or something. Or so maybe... I can understand if you don't want to eat it. Ooh, who chose cheesecake? Did you choose cheesecake? Like how did that happen? It was like together. Like we had a cute little conversation about like, oh, you don't know, like. I, I like chocolate and like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Things. I was gonna and say then, if you were gung ho on cheesecake and maybe he doesn't like cheesecake, but he didn't yeah. want to say that, so he just let you eat it. I mean, but... he didn't look at you and say she'll have the ginormous cheesecake slice. <laughs> She's a hungry with girl. All the fixings. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, if Mike is with us, we can at least get his response to this. If that's okay, Mike. Yeah. I figured uh, he, yeah. Yeah. I figured he was yeah. There. Okay, Mike. Did you get full all of a sudden? What happened? No, I, this is kind of ridiculous. Like, this is just because I, I wanted us to have dessert. Like, that's or, or did I make you get dessert? I, I don't understand what happened here. You, you literally just said us dessert. Like, I it's just such a weird. Like, I'm not. I don't. Can you guys help me explain this for some reason? I, I don't know no, no, how I, to I, explain this. Lauren, do you want to do you want to explain it from the female perspective? Okay. So, from my perspective, I wasn't there, but hearing this, I'm thinking. <laughs> Oh, my date wants to share dessert with me. I could go for some dessert. The dessert comes, two spoons. I start to eat. All of a sudden, he's like, no, I'm not hungry. Now, I feel almost like the overindulgent, like, I have to have something sweet after my meal, and you're going to watch me eat it. (laughs) But then I can also see from the outside perspective, a lot of people listening probably right now are going, who cares? Eat the freaking dessert. Who cares if he doesn't but want have it? You Why ever, is it a big deal? I, I'm so torn on this because have you ever been sitting there just eating a dessert while the, your date's watching you? That's can't where be I'm at. great. It, it can't be. Yeah, I, I'm that way even like with with you or or yeah. you know you, you as my spouse. I'm just always like, why am I the only one? So, eating? Mike, what if we send you a slice of cheesecake and you FaceTime Chelsea and you have to eat the whole thing while she watches you? <laughs> I would happily do that. This is like the time where I went out to a, a girls' lunch with some of our coworkers, yeah. and we went to a pizza buffet, and they all just ordered salads. Boom. And I was like, Bingo. why am I the only one with pizza? And did you it want pizza? Me. I yes. wanted pizza. And that's the thing. And they all got their freaking little salads, and yeah. I was like, okay. It's kind of we this, went to a pizza place. It's this unwritten rule. So, Lauren, did you want pizza? Yes. Did you want to eat the pizza? Yes. But, but I because first. no, Because no one else got pizza, you felt weird. Did Chelsea want cheesecake? Yes. Did she enjoy the cheesecake guest is it weird that she's being watched and he goes no i'm full sure chelsea Mike's like, what's the yeah. big deal guess i overestimated myself well yeah see oh, and maybe okay. mike also you're probably never going to order dessert ever again this is ptsd <laughs> for dessert your morning start here this is joey and lauren on demand 
Joey and Lauren. It is time for the Monday debate. It's our dumb argument of the week. This week, the Monday debate, passenger or driver? Argue, oh, oh, debate. Call me a double P, baby. P, P, passenger, oh, princess. The worst passenger. Passenger, princess. I would be a passenger all day, every day. Now, if I'm, okay, hang on. Let me, little disclaimer. If I'm like going to an event like with friends or something, or if I'm going somewhere and maybe you're not around or whatever it is, like I do prefer to drive because then I feel like I have the out. Like, oh, I've got to go. I got to bounce. Like, I don't have to rely on somebody else yeah. to take me home. Uh, but in a normal setting for our family. You can't do that. You've got to go all in or all out. You can't be like, well, in this scenario, I want to be the driver. Driver or passenger? passenger. Who wins? Passenger. And honestly, I think it's because, especially at night, I hate driving at night. I hate driving at night. It's like my eyes can't focus at night. There's too many lights. Would you ever there. admit, I don't know if you'd ever admit this, <laughs> would you ever admit that you're a, I don't want to say it. A B.A.D.? Driver? Are you a bad driver? No. You don't think you're a there bad driver? There's a huge, a huge swing between how I drive and a bad driver. What makes me a bad driver? Please enlighten me. Uh, unaware of your surroundings, typically. Unaware what happened? Of your Give me an example. I can't tell you how many times. You've been on Bluetooth, so it's not even like a distracted driving. You've been on Bluetooth, and you've been like, oh my gosh, this, oh, this person's trying to run into me. Oh yeah, my gosh, oh my this gosh. This person, not like me. Our, our car, Lauren's car has a little beep, 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 you know, when people come in a blind spot or whatever. Every time I talk to Lauren on Bluetooth, beep, 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 beep. People oh, be oh, coming wait, wait. up beep, on beep, me. No. That's not me. So the comment, so it's not you every time you're driving. You're just like, oh, man, I almost did this. Or I can't tell you how many times this is Lauren. Oh, I almost got in a car wreck today. Okay. I'm like, when you, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I just wanted to be I'm a safe so space. I'm so sick of the slander, the slander. You're not the most you aware comments, driver. You make comments about my driving all the time, which is freaking hilarious because I almost never drive you anywhere. Never. Because I... So so how can you comment and say, oh, you're a bad driver? Because you tell me these stories. Never, you're never in the car when I'm driving. So, so you trust me to drive our children around. No biggie. I didn't say I trust you. But you still call you. me just, a bad driver? Sometimes there's a necessary evil and you just gotta do oh, it. I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. I, look, Go you, ahead, you perfect granny. Driving, driving is the best. The first part of why driving is the best is you are in control. Okay, that that's the most important thing because I can sleep so easy knowing when I'm the driver. There's something outside of being in an Uber. Don't sleep when you're the driver. Outside, what are you talking about? When, I mean, like at <laughs> night, I can sleep well knowing, hey, you know, I'm responsible for my own self, right? Like it's not like I can't imagine getting in a car wreck when I'm not driving and feeling like, oh, if I was driving, would I have prevented that? All those kind okay, of things. You shouldn't have that mindset. That's no. a terrible mindset. All I'm saying is driving is the best. You're in control. You can control the music. You can control everything, okay? You can control the music as a PP, as a passenger princess. Yeah, but the driver takes precedent of what nah. the music. No, 100%. I choose the radio station. Dr driver chooses the radio. You know that. No. No, no, no. no. Passenger. passenger. Passenger may execute it, but it's the driver's choice. The driver gets, I mean, they're the ones driving. You need to give them the most enjoyable experience. So what does the passenger get? The driver gets the music. Pass the driver okay. gets the control. Passenger should help with GPS. Passenger should help with directions. Yeah, passenger that. is big on the climate control. But but the so number you're saying you're fine if you're behind the wheel and you're driving and someone else is controlling your temperature, turning on your seat heaters, no, turning on I'm, the heat, turning on the AC. Again, it's it's all about being a co-pilot. So it's like oh I'm a little toasty and then you and then you adjust a little bit. Driving is the <laughs> best. So you're stupid. in control. Uh, truly, I struggle. I, you know me. I struggle being a passenger. I do. There's something about it that I struggle with. Road trips. I just feel like you have passenger anxiety. I, I feel like I, I want to be responsible if something happens. But, but here's what's irresponsible: is that that is irresponsible. So on a road trip, 
if you're, if say you have a 10 hour road trip, which just sounds awful, but say you have a 10 hour road trip, you refuse, absolutely refuse to let anybody else take the reins. You won't let anybody else take the wheel for an hour. You're making me sound awful. No, I'm just saying like you are so in control, OCD, when it comes to driving that that could be more dangerous than anything because if you you're not willing to give up and let somebody else take the reins, you could okay, be drowned. Okay, but give me give me credit. Am I a good driver? Yeah, you're a good. Driver. I'm a great driver. You're a I, good driver, and I think Except, of everything. Mm, there's one thing that you do that drives me insane. So if there's what, a find lane, good parking, no, it, you, know, you can't parallel park. You cannot parallel park. It's safety. It's a safety issue. It's mm. not a skill issue. Yeah, it's a skill issue. Uh, no, the, one of the things that drive me nuts if you're trying to merge into another lane. Oh, here we go. You'll just sit there and you'll have your hands on the wheel and you're like, oh, nobody's letting me in. I'm like, turn on your blinker. Nobody knows that you have to get yeah. in unless you turn on your blinker. Well, I'm not playing Mario Kart on the highway like Lauren is. <laughs> just squirving in and out, being like, oh, no, a mushroom. All I'm saying is your blinker helps notify the other drivers that you are trying to move. I mean, the number one reason why driving is the best is anywhere you go, you get the control when you go home. And there's no more powerful nice. feeling in the world to know when you can go home. You're waking up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Bad news for the fellas. Lauren's got bad news for us. Actually, I think this is bad news for women. Yeah, actually, it probably is. It probably is worse. <laughs> or news. anyone who is your partner is yeah. male. Uh, this yeah. is probably not great news. And maybe you already know this and you roll your eyes like, yeah, I get this. My husband, my boyfriend, my fiance. Whatever. This this explains a lot. So I actually Googled this myself. This was my own research. Oh, this isn't something that like popped up on your, you like, you went out searching for this. I Googled this and I honestly, I don't remember what charged me to Google this. I know that's weird, but I remember Googling it and I screenshotted it. Okay. And I screenshotted it because I thought it was very interesting and what I Googled is, what age do men emotionally mature? <laughs> the fact that you Google, you Google that. <laughs> I Google it. So something brought up where you're like, I don't know, when, what when did, was you? I don't, maybe I saw who something. Who else would it have been? No, no, no. Maybe I saw something on TV, like some drama on TV or something. I was like, man, what? I don't, I don't, I honestly don't remember. But I Googled this the other day and then I screenshotted it because so I knew I wanted to talk about what's it. What's the question again? What age do men emotionally mature? Can I guess? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go 36. It's just that's the number that popped in my head. 36. 36. That's still so high to me. Like when you say that, I'm thinking 36. That's Lauren, when you finally emotionally mature. I do prank phone calls. All right, I'm in my 30s and I do prank phone calls. So <laughs> please tell me how. Yeah, but most people love your prank calls. Yeah. So I don't think that means they're not emotionally mature. <laughs> okay, so I googled what age do okay. men emotionally mature? It's not 36. It is not 36. 32. Unfortunately, it's higher. Oh. <laughs> you are not this age For, yet. 40? Just 40? 43. 43. Studies say that men reach emotional maturity around 43 yeah. years old. So a lot of you right now, you're thinking about your spouse, your partner, your boyfriend, whoever, and you're just going, oh my gosh. 100%. If they're not 43 yet, you're like, oh my gosh, I still have to wait for them to become mature. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but think about it. It's also, you can look at it like, oh my gosh, they're not even formed into the best, mostly mature person and it's you true. already like them. So that's kind of a good that's news. That's true. Yeah. I also heard it on like an off-related uh, side note, I heard recently that couples together, like they have the strongest relationship, like marriage-wise, they normally have the strongest relationship in their 50s. 
because like they're both really like mature. They've had a, li- a lot of life behind them. Yeah, so maybe I can look see forward that. to your your fifties if you're not there yet. Okay, in your so forty three. Are you gonna give us when women fully yes. mature? So of course I had to Google women. Because I was curious about so the men, difference. So men are 43. Mm-hmm. Women are going to be younger. They just are. Yeah. Uh, women are, th- if 43 is men, I don't think women are far behind. I'm going to go 37 for women. 37? Yeah. No. Women is around 32 years of age when okay. they emotionally mature. And so you can see this difference. I saw it growing up. Everybody always makes the jokes. Oh, boys mature slower than girls. Yeah. That's why boys are still silly and doing crazy things as girls are maturing. Like that was a thing when I was growing up. And that's, I think, a big reason why a lot of women like to date older men. Honestly, I think one of the signs of a man fully maturing emotionally is when they stop crying over their sports teams, which for me was about when I was 25 years old. I still remember when I can't say that you can't say that. Do you know how many men in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s? 70s maybe still cry over their sports team. You're saying I'm they're saying, not mature. I, I no, not if they lose. Not if your sports team loses and you cry. If they win, it's okay to cry. I uh, hold on. I think if they win a championship and you're seeing like the confetti fall down, I think that's fine to cry. If you lose a championship, that's okay to cry. If you if your favorite team loses a regular season game, you and you cry, you that's not emotionally mature. I think that shows emotional maturity. Honestly, to cry over a sports team, I would much rather be with a man at any age who is crying over a sports team, getting emotional rather than whatever throwing his shoe at the TV or stomping around. Guess what? You kind of get one with the other, ripping his jersey off, burning it in a barrel. Like, I think it's so much more mature to tear up a little bit rather than stomp and have a tantrum. So, a random Seahawks game. Mm -hmm. I love the Seahawks. Random Seahawks game Sunday afternoon. They lose, and I I'm sitting on the couch going. <sighs> okay, but earlier you said championship. Now it's a random no, 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 you You just said, no, you just said you don't mind if guys cry when their team loses. I'm saying that that is more mature than the tantrum. So a random Sunday afternoon and I'm sitting there and I say, sorry, Lauren, I need a minute because the Seahawks lost the football game and I can't help with dinner. And because I'm crying, you go, oh my gosh, how emotionally mature are you? <laughs> how long are you crying? <laughs> And now, it, now it's length. And you, it's a little you, bit. Like, but if it ruins no. your whole freaking day, I'm like, okay, buck up, buttercup. You're not playing for him. You're not suiting up, putting the pads on. I mean, I'm grateful that you're giving me this grace to be able to cry over the Seahawks. But I'm telling you, if I'm crying over the Seahawks, I have some problems. I would venture to say there are a lot of women out there who appreciate a man who can cry. Totally. They appreciate a man who can cry I and get agree. emotional. I cry all the time. I cry in movies. I cry I cry in, like, I cry. You cried on this show. I've cried on this show. I don't cry over my football team, and I think that's weird. Are I you, can't believe you, I'm you the big, one saying this. strong man. Oh, it's Joey and Lauren. <laughs> that awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment time. So uh, I, we will always take stories of childhood love, childhood romance, right? Like when you were a kid and <laughs> teenage you know, you may, yeah, teenage romance or whatever it may be. Like my awkward. my story where I uh, where I told a girl that I had just started dating about twenty minutes earlier on Insta Messenger that I loved her on the phone, right? We've heard that story. <laughs> uh, Drew has a story of teenage romance back in the day. What's going on, Drew? How are you? Good, good. How you guys doing? Yeah, so, you know, great. A lot of times we'll do awkward moments for people of something that just happened, but this is years ago. You wanted to share your story. Back in high school. Okay, let's hear um, it. Yes, we, you know, you, back, you, you every had a high school girlfriend, high school boyfriend, I, and you think it's going to last forever, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 
I, I was dating this girl in high school, and I wanted to break up with her. And I was, you know, when you're in high school, at least when I was in high school, I, yeah, I, and right now I'm stuttering, but it was like I, I, I just didn't know how to do it. So I thought I'm, I was just going to call her on a landline. That's how long ago this was. Yeah. Um, call her up on a landline and just break up with her over the phone. And, uh, uh, and I call, and she picks up the phone, and she says, hello. And I, I just blurted out. I, I'm just like, uh, I, you know, I think we need to see other people. I don't want to date you. And, and I'm, I, I, I did better than this. But I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, just, you just you know, kind of went in. Just, yeah, we need to break up. We need to see other people. I don't think this is working out, blah, 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 blah. And I just get it all out. And then all of a sudden, on the other end, I hear, Drew, is that you? And then I realize it wasn't my girlfriend. It was her mother. (laughs) And I just just blurted all this out to her mother. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, like, bold move. But you know what? Quick quick answer. You're thinking, okay. You thought it was her. Yeah, it's her. That's brave. I thought it was her, and I yeah, and then and then her mother gets upset. She's like, "What are you trying to say? What do you you know? What is what's happening with you and my daughter?" And right at that point, I just panicked and hung up. And um, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. I actually I I broke up with my high school girlfriend through her mother, and I didn't know I was doing it at the time, but that's what I did. And that's that's bold of you to just go right in now, and everything everything is cool, but. Just at the at the time, I, I it was just so mortifying when I just heard when I heard her say, "Drew, is that you?" And I just realized I just That's I, 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 I wasn't talking to my girlfriend. Listen, back in the day, like back in the day when you'd call the landline, a lot of times, like you would you would set something up too. You'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to call you in the afternoon," and then my buddy would answer because it was like you know you weren't getting a ton of phone calls during the day. Can you imagine, Drew? If you would have just, if you were like, you, you're, you're horrible to me. You're awful. You're not like, if you just went in, like, it sounds like you went more about your relationship more than like her. Right. It wasn't about her. Yeah, it was just about you know, moving on for me. So uh, thank God. I thank God. I didn't say anything bad about her, Yeah, but it was just like, yeah. And it was like the standard. Yeah. I, I don't think we're ready for this. I want to move on. I want to see other people, blah, blah, blah. And, and it was all to her mother. Oh my that, take, that takes guts though on a home phone to just start blabbing to somebody. Going, you got to confirm. You have to confirm <laughs> yeah, who it is. Guts are stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah one yeah, or the yeah. other. Oh my gosh. You're wow. the man. Well, Drew, thank you for the call. Uh, you've bounced back and recovered over these years, but we appreciate it. That's that's very much in line with my telling Chelsea that I loved her after um, never <laughs> really seeing her and just talking to her online. So I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. Okay, thank you, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Bye-bye. So that's Drew here on uh, on that awkward moment. So you can text us, 68719. Do you have any awkward, like, phone moments? Because the landline was tricky. The was sibling would be listening. Tricky. Somebody had the other phone, yeah. or you had to stand there. If it was hooked to the wall, you had to just stand there the whole time with the uh, cord. I remember being on the phone with my friends and always worried that I had a sister or brother listening Does in. Does it make you wonder now, like, what? on earth did I talk about on the yeah, phone but with my that's friends? what you used to do. You like, would sit I did. there and talk. I would talk. talk on the phone all the time with my friends. And also, for Drew's story, like, how awkward now for the mom having to go tell the daughter, like, hey, um, that was your boyfriend and he just broke up with you. you know, like, she's yeah. now the messenger. The other thing I just thought about is any blame on the mom for not cutting him off earlier? It sounds like he kind of went on a rant. That that's she didn't true. go, wait, 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 Drew, like, Drew, Drew, Drew. On? 
Drew, this is Carol or whatever her name is. Like a part of me Should've. is like, come on. Yeah. Or maybe she just wanted to hear exactly what he had to say and like protect her daughter and not Gosh. let her. I don't know. Didn't you hate it, man? Now I'm getting flashbacks. Don't you remember calling the landline and the parents answering and having to ask to talk to like Danielle or whoever it was? And I yeah, remember, oh yeah. my gosh, always like, awkward. I and the goal was, especially if you were kind of like trying to date someone, like because my parents were very taboo on dating, like when I was younger, and I would have girls who would want to call me, and I remember being like, you know, we got to time it out to where I answer because. My mom's going to ask questions, and so I remember Marley called me, and my mom answered, and she's like, Marley, you want to talk to my son? What's going Why? on? I'm like, oh, what my gosh. What is this about? Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I remember that. Or when the dad answers, you're like, hey, is uh, Jason there? And he's like, yep, Joey, no problem. Like, they always knew it was me. I was yeah. like, Thank, thanks, Mr. Smith. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, let's get to your stories uh, coming up. You can text us, 68719. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's that awkward moment. Uh, Drew just joined us. Now, this is from years ago. He's a grown adult now, but he wanted to share an awkward breakup story where he, back in the day, high school, called his girlfriend on the landline. No cell phones. Called his girlfriend on the landline. Answers. He basically just was like, word vomit. We need to break up. We need to see other people. She goes, uh, Drew, this is, you know, his girlfriend's mom. So he basically said, I need a breakup, but his it was the mom, not his girlfriend. Full-blown awesome. breakup yeah. speech. I mean, it was like, yeah. I can't see you anymore. This is why, blah, 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 blah. Turned out the entire time he's basically yep. spilling out his guts, it was to the mom, which yeah. makes it incredibly awkward. And he's like, oh, and just hung up. Oh, in, super awkward. So we asked you to text us 68719 if you have uh, any stories like that. Like, do you have any stories of uh, landline issues back in the day. Like I remember a brother or sister listening and you'd listen for the breath and you know, you'd, you'd like listen and you're on the phone, you'd hear this. And you'd <laughs> they, be like, they weren't smart enough if they're breathing that heavy in the phone. Yeah. Also, did you ever, I just got a wild flashback. Did you ever have the um, cordless landlines with like, there oh, were yeah, like the, okay. Sure. Yeah. So there was a time where we got rid of the cord ones. We had the cordless fancy cool ones that sat on the base and we had, I think there were two. Were there two in the house? Yeah. I think there were two. I, you collect all the phones, and then you make your phone yep. call. Yep. So I'm, like, I used holding to do that. all the yep. extra phones yep. so nobody could listen. So if there were, like, three sets of landline, like, yeah. phones, and, like, one in my parents' room or one in the kitchen, I would literally grab all of them and then make my phone call to make sure that nobody was listening on the other line. So my dad growing up, he was always kind of, like, my dad really liked the tech. You know, when when tech was really like my dad, I saved up money forever to buy one of the first, you know, big screen TVs. And that Mm -hmm. was a big deal. And he bought he would always like upgrade our phone systems to like the latest and greatest. And he got us all these phones that you could technically page or you could like press a button Mm -hmm. on the phone and like talk to another. But we had a phone, both me and my brother, like in junior high and high school, we had a landline in our room. And man, you want to talk about annoying, like, you know, early in the morning or late at night phone rings and you don't realize like you're you're literally sleeping every, on a saturday morning phone. and every phone just goes off mm-hmm. and you're just like so used to it kids don't know what that is now yeah honestly that's so crazy uh this text says my mom was listening on the other line when my friends and i were making plans to sneak out and i got grounded for oh, two weeks oh the sneak out plan <laughs> oh no so you're on the phone you're like all right i'm gonna tell my mom that i'm at your yeah. house and you're gonna tell your mom that you're at my house yeah. but really and then mom's listening the whole time Mm-mm-mm. have i told you about the story this doesn't have to do with phones have i told you about the story that we uh, we snuck into a 
movie not suitable for kids at a movie theater. It was like mm-hmm. a radar movie. Mm-hmm. And then the plan was to say we went and saw – it was like The Lion King 3 or like a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Somehow the mom figured it out. So she picks us up in the minivan, right? And we're like, we got to sell this. It's You know, so we – because we snuck in. We basically – outside of the movie theater, we're in the mall. And literally there's a guy, random guy, and we said, dude – Here's our money. Can you go get us two oh, tickets for this? What so was we did. the movie? Do you remember? I can't even remember. It was like a Die Hard or something like that, oh, right? Yeah. This action flick. And so he gets us in. We watch this movie. Us as kids are like, whoa, that was crazy. So we're she picks us up, and I'm trying to, like, sell it to make sure she does it. Because we were worried. You're like, like, wow, with a bug's showtimes. life was so crazy. I, it might have been a bug's life. I swear to you, it might have been a oh. bug's life. So I'm <laughs> sitting, and I go, man, Michael, what would you think of a bug's life? That was awesome, right? And she just looks back and she goes, I know you didn't see Cut A Bug's crap. Life. And, she, and that's just, <laughs> she goes, I know what movie you saw. And I blush and I just sink. And then she goes, coolest mom move ever. She goes, I'm not going to tell your parents, Joey. Wow. Well, now yeah. your mom's going to hear this. So she's going to hear gonna, this and she's going to feel break. so bad. I know. <laughs> but you know what? I feel like every mom, parent, you got to do that one cool move. Uh, so this there text, you go. Uh, says, my brother used to prank call all my friends when I was in middle school. And one day... Uh, he pranked one of my friends, and her dad answered, oh, and the dad freaked yeah, out on yeah, him. Yeah, the old prank calls. I mean, I'm still doing those. Yeah, to I was those, gonna say you're still day. doing those. Yeah, but like I, I, I've changed the way I do them. We used to call. Kid you not. Gosh, we were like 14. We used to call the local bar. We used to call <laughs> the local bar. So yes, stupid. the doghouse. Uh, kid you not. Called the doghouse saloon. We used to call <laughs> the doghouse saloon, and we'd say like. Hey, any pretty ladies there tonight? And we're 14 years old. And we so would keep, stupid. on a Friday night, we would call the town bar like five times a row. You had to all the row. effort of finding the phone book. I know. And flipping through the phone book to find the stupid number. Yeah, I know. <sighs> I know. The good news is my friend's parents were at the bar. So, like, he was also, like, like eventually it was, it was <laughs> Randy's <laughs> parents. And they would be like, they would yell. She yelled to Randy's parents. And she's like, Randy keeps prank calling us. And we're like. Sorry. Small town. My <laughs> it gosh. Is, baby. Small town. It's Joey and Lauren. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren on demand. Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's listener versus Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time to play listener versus Lauren. Three random trivia questions. Uh, and going against Lauren today, a little three on one. Bryn, Carol, and Mason all on the phone. What's going on, everybody? We're driving to school. Oh, driving we're to school. Driving. Love it. Okay. Hi, hi, hi. Okay, so we're going to kick Lauren out of the studio right hey. now in this random trivia. Good so luck, say guys. goodbye to Lauren. Lauren will not be able to hear these three questions, and then we'll uh, ask you the questions. We'll bring Lauren back in and see who does better, all right? Okay. Okay, here we go. Bryn, Carol, and Mason, question number one. If I'm eating a pink lady, what am I eating? What fruit am I eating? A grapefruit. Oh, no. It's a type of different fruit. I'll give you the answer in a moment. Okay, here we go. Bryn, Carolyn, Mason. Who plays opposite of Adam Sandler in the movie Just Go With It? What's uh, What uh, celebrity actress? Jennifer Aniston. There we go. All right, and question number three. This may be better for uh, Bryn and Mason. What is, what's the top number on a fraction called? The bottom is a, there we go. I don't think Lauren's going to get that. Okay, two out of three, guys. Very good. Stay on the line. I'm bringing Lauren back in. Stay on the line, but don't give away any hints. Yeah, that was quick. That was very fast. That was quick. They know their stuff. a little nervous. They know their stuff. All right, Lauren. 
Question number one. If I'm eating a pink lady, what fruit am I eating? Oh, an apple. Wow, that threw that me off. I was correct. singing the pink ladies from Greece. It is an apple. Yes. All right, question number two. Who plays opposite Adam Sandler and just go with it? Oh, uh, Jennifer Aniston. And that is correct. Okay, these questions maybe were too easy. You're a perfect two for two. You could have gone the actual, the other lead girl in that too. I don't know her name. That would have been a problem then. Because I, the, I don't know the other girl was his love interest. Yeah, but Jennifer I want to give like his assistant. I want to give like a name that people have heard I know, of. I'm just saying you could have gone either way. All right, question number three, Lauren. It comes down to this: What's the top number of a fraction called? Oh no! Okay, there's a numerator and a denominator. Which one? Uh, I'm just gonna go in the order that that I know them. So I'm gonna go numerator is the top one. Maybe. And numerator is correct. Oh, wow. man. It was the pink lady. question? I can't believe it. I'll <laughs> tell you, Bryn, Carolyn, Mason, I, there, I would have bet $1,000 that Lauren was not going to be able to get a fraction question, but here we are. <laughs> so I don't think I've seen anything crazier. Okay, so the answers, pink lady is an apple. They went grapefruit. Uh, Ooh, plays opposite Adam Sandler. Both got Jennifer Aniston. And the top number on a fraction is called a numerator. Uh, that was, I got to give Bryn, though, the credit. She had the faster answer. You were, you were. Yeah, because you knew I was old, Joy, and you knew I would never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you guys exactly. did great. Well, good news. Stay on the line. We're going to hook you guys up, okay? Yeah. You're waking up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is time for What Do We Learn on the show today. We learned a few things. First, about the school pictures. So I was raised, we never bought school pictures. And I thought like, oh, yeah, do people actually buy those? I'm getting schooled on the text line saying, Joey, you, what do you mean? Like, I buy school pictures for my kids every single year. But don't you feel like with the iPhones now, we can get portrait mode going and we can do something on our own? Yeah, but you don't get like the cheesy backdrop and the little stool yeah. position. And, and what are you going to do? You eliminate school photos, you're now eliminating jobs, and Joey. Then- There's people that that's what they do. They travel to schools and they take the photos and then they charge you an arm and a leg for the photos. Ain't a bad gig, too. You just put up the backdrop. You probably had the same backdrops for 20 years. I mean, the backdrops look it's like the, the ones that I had. It's the same yeah. one we had from yeah. back in the day. And then if you have our son, he just says, no, thank you, and didn't take photos. So you saved money that way. But were you team, you bought the school pics or you did not buy school photos? Yeah. Uh, this text says, Joey, I'm right there with you. We had a big family and my parents never, ever purchased school photos. In fact, I don't think my parents ever purchased one school photo for yeah. me or any of my siblings. Uh, most people here are saying if it's your kid's first school picture, you've got to buy that for memories. Well, here's my question, Lauren. Here's my question. My question is, is it his first school photos for pre-preschool or our first school photos kindergarten? Because I feel like kindergarten is like the real start to school. Yeah, but if you're looking at it and he gets the photo taken, that's technically his first. Yeah. Now, we're arguing about nothing because he didn't get his photo yeah. taken. We're refused. talking about a kid that didn't want to do it. So, <laughs> And by the way, if you're like, oh, wow, that's kind of crazy. I'm like, uh, no, it's not. Considering when I was in kindergarten, I would hide in my backyard when the school bus would show up and my parents couldn't find me. So they yeah. have to tell the school bus driver to go to the next stop. Yeah, I was that kid. So You also were a small town, so the bus came right to your house. Yeah, That's yeah. Amazing. Well, I know. Somehow they got it figured out where I was like the only kid on that street, and they're like, yeah, we'll just pick them up. So I was like, okay, cool. Hmm. Yeah, That makes so. sense. That's good. Um, also, we talked about emotional maturity. We found out that men, apparently, they don't emotionally mature until age 43. Yeah. Women is age 32. Now, we got in this whole debate where you said... You wouldn't want to be with someone, a guy who's 
crying after every loss of his football team. And I said, that's better. That, to me, seems more emotionally mature than, like, throwing a tantrum, throwing Which things. Which blows my mind. I, I I love football, and I don't think you should cry after regular losses. Championship, we can have a discussion. So, after that whole argument, we did get a text that says, I think you need to look up the definition for emotional maturity. So, okay. I did. I did. I Googled it. Thought, why not? It says emotional maturity means having the self-control to manage your emotions and work to understand them. How about that, Lauren? You think if, if the Seahawks lose and I start crying that I have a control over my emotions? But, but, but. It says as an emotionally mature individual, you don't view emotions as a weakness. Instead, you value oh. them and you don't try to hide them. Totally. I think so there are right it. reasons to cry. I cry in motivational moments. I cry. Uh, I, I'll cry in a sad movie. I'll cry in a really happy movie. I'll cry during Hallmark commercials. As much as I love football, if they lose one game, I can't cry. Music can't. makes me cry. Like if I hear oh, like yeah. a very moving, touching song, yeah, I cry during totally. that. Movies and stuff. But yeah, now now we know how to be emotionally mature. Now we Thank know. You. I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand.